very good morning to you on Fellowship Day 226. Last recording was 221. This comes a week after. On the last month of the year, me uh, taking more time at home. My wife's gone back to work, so I've got three days a week where I'm at home with our 10-month-old at the moment. And I, I can feel and see the battle scars already. Um... I've I've grown to love the mercilessness, the the licensed mercilessness of a youngster and uh, their lives full of food, fun, piss and shit. <laughs> um, some <clears throat> some blue language this morning. It probably shows you how much I'm running on fumes at this end of the year. But anyway, here we are. Uh, some more sparse recordings as we see this uh, this year out and what will be the first year of this fellowship, the thing that started this podcast. Um, and I can see us evolving to things new in the new year, but that aside for now, there's a, a core theme I'll get to in a second. The other one thing I'll share with you is a brief tangent on a similar topic to um, what is taking up uh, three days of my week at the moment. Uh, in the most pleasurable sense. I've also opened up my works tablet. I use a, a a paper tablet called Remarkable, who haven't paid me to say that, but um, it's a device that's made me go completely paperless. I just, I love the feel of it. It is like paper. It doesn't have that sort of disconcerting lag time that a lot of other glass tablets have when you try to write on them. Um, but the other person who's spotted the value of this device, apart from me enjoying my old-fashioned handwritings, my three-year-old daughter who likes to draw on it. And this morning I opened up this tablet and I sat down at the desk and it's just got these lovely, beautiful squiggles and about five different types of digital pen, a ballpoint, a marker, a highlighter, a paintbrush, a calligraphy pen... And they've all come together to make this rather nice little piece of abstract art. She, of course, doesn't know and doesn't care about that. She was just having fun drawing on what she calls Daddy's special paper. Um, and I tell you, opening that this morning has provided a surprise but much-needed boost of motivation. Uh, I, I hope you have things like that happening in your life where they'll just pop up and give you, you know, that wee thrust, that wee boost, that wee push that you need to get things through. I've had one of those Mormons where I could, you know, violin playing for me, just roll over back into bed, exhausted on several fronts. But we're pushing through to the end of the year, and I take a turn now to come to you with uh, the theme in consideration. It's on my mind, and I'd love to leave with you. And that is scenario planning. I will very quickly date this podcast by what I'm about to speak about, but hopefully I will have some historical context in the future. But for now, the thing that I'm thinking about, as many people are, is the Omicron variant of COVID-19. At uh, the time of this recording, it's early days for this new variant. It was discovered a couple of weeks ago at this stage, I believe, and it has moved quickly. It is 
it spreads more effectively than previous variants of COVID-19. It has seemingly evolved to be able to spread quicker. And at this early stage, it looks like the numbers of cases are on the rise uh, where we are in the UK and indeed in the rest of the world uh, emerged out out of Southern Africa, this variant. But where we are with considering that is that as days go on, the amount of deja vu increases. We've had messages from government whispers of increased measures to slow the spread of this virus. Last night we had a national message on TV from the Prime Minister. And it's all starting to feel very, very, very familiar from a time around last year when, and of course longer than a year ago now, depending on what lockdown you're talking about, where we all got sent home lockdowns happened, we're working from home, uh, in some cases getting caught with our pants down with regards to how prepared we were for these lockdown events. And I hope it doesn't come to that again, but things just feel so familiar that scenario planning is the theme in my mind. So from a leadership perspective, And before a lot of the national messages come out, I've already started talking to our team to say things and prompt them with questions like, if we got locked down tomorrow, would you be ready for it? Now, that sounds rather obviously draconian, probably work-oriented. And of course, a part of it is, but the, the first part of that message to them and what I said when I prompted, would you be ready tomorrow? Is well, this time of year as well, you know, not all of our team are based in Glasgow, where I am, where where we're based. And so folks will have travel plans for Christmas. They want to go home and see family. And so when I'm when I said to them, if we got locked down tomorrow, would you be ready? It sounds a little bit scary, but I want to get in their minds things like if you had to travel home to see family tomorrow, would you be ready? Or are you assuming that things will remain open until later in the year when you actually plan to travel? In other words, are you worried about getting home at all? What would happen if you did get locked down here and you weren't allowed to travel? How how much would it affect you? Start thinking about those things so that the scenario can be planned for. Hence, scenario planning. This builds on a reflection I put out on a previous episode when I was talking about plans versus strategies. And I've blogged about this as well. Um, In a blog, I think at the time I called If This Then That. I can put a link in the description. But anyway, this point of scenario planning or looking at strategies versus plans, it's having in your mind, if this happens, what will I do? If that happens, what will I do instead? Scenario planning is looking at what will happen in the future, what could happen. None of them might happen. None of the scenarios you plan for could happen, but it's an effective exercise because it gets you thinking about contingencies you can put in place and things that even if a scenario doesn't play out will make your system, your team, your lab, whatever it is, more robust, um, 
less fragile to unforeseen, uncontrolled, large events, large stressors taking place that might otherwise make everything crumble. So in our case, this scenario planning is all around this new variant. So personally, I want to make sure that everyone can get home. I want to make sure that everyone is happy with how much or how little travel they might be able to do in the coming weeks if things take a nastier turn and uh, restrictions become more severe. From an operational side, on a team side, this is just a refresher really of what what we are trying to do daily. Do you have all your work backed up onto our network drives? If you did have to work from home tomorrow, would you have everything that you needed from the lab? Is the lab in a state that we can essentially unplug and play elsewhere? Can the lights be turned off tomorrow? And will it be the case that none of us worry about what's been left behind? We want to be um, on the balls of our feet rather than on our heels off our heels and onto our toes, as others might say. And just be nimble, ready, flexible, prepared for what could happen. There's arguments that could be made that all of this is just mere paranoia. Um, fine, um, that, that's a, a cynical take, um, an understandable frame in which to put all of this. But better that than the opposite, for sure, where we don't have everything backed up we have to pause a lot of what we're doing. People are stressed because they can't get home in an appropriate, timely manner. There's so much benefit from planning and a scenario planning for things that might never play out than, you know, in a blasé sense, just continuing with things the way they are. So for yourself, for those in your care, what are the scenarios that you can plan for? What scenarios, if planned for, would make you and your team more robust, even if those scenarios never, ever play out? At this um, end of the year, this exhausting end of the year, and an increasingly, repeatedly uncertain time, I sincerely hope you're safe and well in considering these scenarios for your own care as well as the care of your team. Have a great day and I hope to speak to you again soon. Thanks again for listening. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head over to the website where not only will you find the written blog versions of these podcasts, you'll find my leadership blog series, the daily thought series and information about my book on managing the imposter phenomenon. We also have even more free resources and webinars linked to the YouTube channel. So head on over to dr-mark-read.com. That's dr-mark with a c-reid.com. Thanks again for listening.